welcome to the Glint Standard. The only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. All right, so welcome back to the Glint Standard. Again, today we are going to be talking about our business, our brand, um, what's important for our brand, all those kinds of things. Uh, To start off with, since... You know, you don't think I know the mission statement, but I do know the mission statement. Uh, I'm very excited right now. I know, right? Doesn't it bring you joy as a business owner? My heart is fluttering just a little bit, yeah. It is. All right, so. I bet our clients will love this too. Yeah, I know. They'll probably be like, God. Our mission statement is crafting targeted and creative solutions that connect our clients to their customers, industry, and community. Good. That was very unflowy. I'm very sorry. in-depth thinking. <laughs> wow. Had to get to it. Wow. Well, I mean, it was it, only- it's like you memorized it, you didn't get the heart of it. You know, you just gotta feel it. You gotta, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta just take it in. Most, you know? most people that talk to me don't ask me point blank what a mission statement. Throw is. you off guard a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I hate people like that too. Good. I really do. Yeah, I mean, you with our business too, right? Yeah, you're like, oh, what's this meeting going to be like? And when you find people who are all about solving problems, they support each other, right? Right. And I did throw you under the bus before, and and that was just in fun. I I don't like to do that, but it's, uh, I like to goof off a little bit too. A little bit. So. I noticed. (laughs) Um, No, I think we, I think we, everybody at Flint does. Well, I think the key to it all is. Yes. um, if you know, don't know it verbatim per word, right? Right. You know the idea of it. You know what we're trying to accomplish. Right. And I think I know that you've got it by hearing what clients say after they've met you. Well, right? I, think it, I think it goes down to a lot of people might be able to recite their mission statement. What I've found is even in like nonprofits, right? They can recite it. Right. Um, because there's a very strong mission statement typically in a nonprofit. But... Do they live it out? Do they breathe it? Do they truly believe in it? Right. That, that's good for every company, and, and I'll I'll um, I'll disagree, agree to disagree, right? Uh, okay. A little bit where I think it's more corporations that have them that aren't driving it home and putting that belief in. Well, yeah. I, I would say a nonprofit typically is a lot more passionate right. with what they're doing because right. of the nature of what they do. Well, you know? that's the thing, right? So the mission and vision statement for a nonprofit is super important. Yeah. Um, just yeah. because it really is the driving force of where they're trying to take the company, right? Yeah. Uh, they have to get everybody to not only buy into them, but also what their mission is, right? Like, what are they trying to accomplish within the community? Yeah, and so, what and, and what does that mean, right? What is your mission mission statement supposed to do, right? Can right. is it, you know, when you're making good decisions for the company, and then when you have that moment of doubt, am I, right? right? Am I making a good decision? Does it support the clients? Mm-hmm. Does it help them connect, you know, with their community, with their industry? Yeah. Um, is, is it doing those things that we are all about? Right. And are we supporting that creatively and targeted, right? Right. If the answer is no, well, now we have a base at least to start making some adjustments, right? And right. if the answer is yes, then, okay, we're on the right path. This is a little more comfortable to talk about, right? Right. And I, I think um, oftentimes when I'm explaining it to somebody – um, I, I think of it like a car, right? And I know you've heard me talk about this now, but it, it's like a car with gas and a destination, right? So 
the car is the company, and the gas is uh, the income that's coming in, right, to the company, all the revenue. And then the uh, destination is where you're headed. So you can have a beautiful car, a beautiful company, um, plenty of income coming in. Uh, but if you don't have a destination, you're just kind of driving around. You're not really doing anything. Right. Right. Um, or you can have a beautiful destination and a beautiful car, but if you have no fuel coming in, you're not getting anywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think I think all three components you have to work, um, and that, that's part of working on a business, right? Not in a business. Working on a business is recognizing all three of those looking at areas for improvement across those three and, and how do we how do we really take a beautiful car, good income coming in, good fuel, and reach the destination that we're trying to get to. Yeah, and I think part of it too is you have to remember uh, it's not just about being in the car and getting there. Right. Um, it's that journey. Um, oh, and it's who are you seeing on the side of the road as you go. Right. Do you need to stop? Do you need to take a detour? Is there a certain time period that you have to be to that destination? If you're selling a product, you're selling a company, you need to get there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. If you're not, when you get there, mm -hmm. you want it to be this big celebration, right? right? Or you're building up that celebration, that joy as you go. And, you know, with every company being different, mm -hmm. everybody's philosophy is different. Analogies are, are great for getting you down the path, but everybody interprets them kind of how they want to. And that's what I say a lot is, you know, I'm going to tell you everything that I think. Mm -hmm. Take what's um, take what's important to you and dump the rest, right? And if none of it is, dump it all. Yeah, it's not going to hurt my feelings, right? Yeah, yeah. I th I think analogies are good, but you can, as you've done, expand upon them into a million different ways. Oh, of course, right? yeah. And so um, we could we could take car analogies all day uh, and really talk about them. Yeah. What if you get a flat tire? Then you're in trouble, right? Right. But you if you, I guess if you've got enough fuel, though, you can buy another tire. Backseat driver? I mean, that's... That's what I want to be. I want to drive the car anymore. I want to be in the backseat for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the guy with his AirPods in just jamming out in the side seat. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yep. There's a, there's a book, a, a Good to Great, actually, that talks yeah. about getting the right people. Be getting the right people on the right seat on the bus type of thing. So yeah. you start to go down that path now. So oh, now you're blending different philosophies and different thoughts. And, 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 oof, I don't you could touch a lot of different things, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are we on a highway or a dirt road? Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh. So, so let's, uh, let's talk the business a little bit then. I know you yeah. wanted to get a little more in-depth into that, kind of what our mission is and what we're all about. Right. So, you know, it's a little bit different. It is. Help me understand, right, like... Was it this desire that was pulled out of you from from an early time, like when you were younger, that you were like, man, like I'm working at big corporate jobs and I don't feel like I'm doing enough for like what's right for the clients. Like, where did the mission come from, right? Or, or is it? I mean, cause that, there's for, a lot to that question. <laughs> for me, right? Like, um, when I started my first company, um, mm -hmm. and it was a mark, well, digital advertising agency, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, when I was 25, I started it. Purely because I, I constantly saw, so my parents own their own business. Right? How old are you now? 31. No, I'm just saying, you look, you look really young. No, so. I do. <laughs> uh, no, I, so when, when I was 25, I saw yep. my parents, um, they own their own business, and they couldn't afford an agency. Um, they just weren't at that point. Uh, yeah, and that's okay. And it is. Yeah. 
Um, but the problem was they, as as the son who was in an agency, I kept going like, man, I want to I want to do something. I want that level of quality and understood the value of what right. could be brought to the table, right? And what it could do for their yeah. company, right? Um, and yeah. so I think I think what happened is for me when I started my company, it was. Um, I wanted to provide agency level service at a price point the mom and pa shops could afford, right? Um, yeah, that's that's really what I wanted to do. Yep. Um, and so that, but that came from my own personal background of like seeing. And I will people. share with you, a lot of people have that passion drive that that's what they want to do, right? right. The problem with that scenario is, yeah, typically fail within the first year. Yeah. Oftentimes, if you can make it to five, you're going to fail then. Because what you're not thinking about, as we discussed a lot, right. you still have to find a way to be profitable. Capacity does become an issue at some right. point. So not only are you helping them move forward, hopefully they can take what you do and move forward, because at some point they probably want to. Yeah. Uh, we really start to dig into ideal clients at this point, right? And targets for every type of business, right? Um, how, how do you pull that off? Well, and expectations and managing all of that, it's very, very difficult. Why I had to backstep myself just a minute ago was because I, I often thought of myself as, you know, oh, I'm a marketing agency, right? When in reality, I was a digital marketing firm or agency or something to that extent, right? Uh, because what I focused on was digital marketing. And I hit this point at my five-year mark where I was looking around. I was outsourcing a ton of things like logo design, branding. I mean... Everything that I couldn't touch on the digital side, um, I had to outsource. Right. And I kept doing that and kept seeing profit being cut into. And as a company, I kept going, man, like this is, this is hard. This is a struggle as an agency owner. How do I overcome this, right? Well, it's uh, the opposite of what you want to do when you start a business. You, you do it right. so that you can have gains personally, financially, right? Right. Um, and you feel like you're at that place where you're bringing a lot of value into the company you're working for, and that value in return is money is staying with the, the leadership and ownership of the company, right? right. So I'm going to go do my own, right. right? And that's where it gets a little tricky, right? right? That's, that's kind of why you do it. What you end up doing, if you're not careful, is you are supporting freelancers, you're supporting right. employees, and you're creating a lifestyle for them that all of a sudden, you basically have a job again, right. right? Whether you're at the top or not. If you're not running it profitably and running it well, you're not getting any of the benefits of owning the business, right? That's really why you're doing it. Yeah, so I guess for you, mm -hmm. why did you come up with the mission statement that we have? You know, uh, to keep, uh, initially it was for me, and then it formulated into what it is today, to keep everybody on point because it's not just about one type of client. You know, uh, some clients need to be more connected with their community. You know, some need to be connected within their industry, right? So they can help grow and learn. It depends on what their goals are, right? And every business, for the most part, needs customers, right? And, and sometimes it's a blend of two of those or three of those, right? And we always have to be creative in our approach. Doesn't mean we're off this world creative, you know, uh, amazing headlines and graphics and imagery. I mean, that's part of it. It's a very small part of it, right? Yeah. It's how are you thinking about it? How can we touch that customer that we know we need because we've done the research and we know that's our ideal customer, make most money off of it? How do we find more of them? Where are they at? And when you do find, okay, how can we touch them 
in a way that haven't been touched before. That's really where the creativity comes from. You have to be a problem solver more than you are anything else. That's the number one goal, right? And if you can't do that, you cannot succeed in this business because you kind of become an order taker, which is great at first. It's right. kind of like uh, doing, hey, can you do social media? Well, of course we can. What are you trying to accomplish? Because that might not be the right path for right. you, right? So do you think it's, um, I feel like a lot of digital agencies and even full service agencies or even design agencies, right, are mm -hmm. going to throw their hat into this ring and say, hey, uh, we do the same thing. Of course. Right. Cool. Um, what really helps separate us from everybody else at that point? So really, uh, we're, you know, focusing on the brand first is the key. And here's what that means, because a lot of people say that too, right? Right. Um, we have clients where you use the terminology full service, right? We're, that's who we are for them. Um, there are other clients that we consult with them, and that's all we do when we go, what you're doing makes sense. Here's some pathways you're considering. Mm -hmm. um, this is why this has value. This one does too, but here are, the, here are the challenges that may come with that. Knowing where you are as a company and understanding your business, this is probably going to fit better. Maybe this is the choice, you know, because it, it, it's going to come with some more struggles, but long term, two years from now, three years from now, you're going to be a better place because of it. So let's just get a little uncomfortable and go down the pathway. We're thinking about that. Mm. Creating really great stuff and advertising, if we can't do that, we shouldn't be in the business. That's, that's a given, right? right. Um, we can do that. And we're really good at it. But where we're very different is that business side of it. And what we'll talk later, um, probably can't go too far in depth now, but about why and how we set our agency up to be different. Not just to be successful for our clients, bringing them different points of view, yeah. um, different perspectives, um, and create opportunities for our industry to thrive. Right. And the way it thrives is with people. Right. Now, and how do you get people in the door? How do you get people to learn? How do you get people to stick with you, right? Mm -hmm. And give them an opportunity at ownership in a business that is super difficult to be profitable in. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you right now, the majority of agencies, um, they've got about five people in them. I mean, they do, and they freelance a lot out. No different than your story earlier. It's just right. bigger. It's a bigger story, right? right. That's all it is. Right. What's that tipping point that makes you profitable, right? That, that's really what matters. But profitable as a company, but profitable to everybody doing the work within the company. And how far do you go? You know, what story do you have to tell through that? So. Well, I appreciate the time again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know we'll you know, I like to talk. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Glint Standard, featuring Glint Advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.